0: I'm excited for today's guest. Her name is Hina Khan and I urge you to get comfy and make some notes as Hina sheds some light on powerful thoughts, practices, and ideas that will enable you to live out your true potential. And this is just the tip of the iceberg because I guarantee that you will gain so much with this conversation between myself and fellow coach, Hina, all about responsibility receiving, mindset, how to control your thoughts, money, and so much more. Let's get into it. Good morning. Thank you so much for being here. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for your time. I have heard amazing things about you Mm. from a few different people. And I know that we got on a call ourselves a few months ago, I believe, and we've been trying to make this happen. So I'm very excited that today is the day. You've got to trust in the process that timing will always work out, even when you don't think it is, right? There's got to be a reason this is happening today. Amazing. So Kina, I would love to ask you to just get us going and tell us please, so I don't introduce you in the wrong way or in any like unclear way. Give us a little bit of background on who you are, what you've done. You've done some amazing work and
1: what you are currently offering to clients. I would love to hear. Thank you so much. So, I am a registered psychotherapist, but I'm not practicing right now. I'm inactive an and a peak performance coach. And I was thinking about that because I knew you'd be asking me to introduce myself. And I'm like, what do I do? Like, what do I really do? And I thought, oh, I think what I do is that I remind people of who they are. Mm. I remind people of who they are. Now, many times people will come to me because they feel stuck in business. Maybe they've plateaued. They want to reach another level. They feel stressed because when they're with the family, they feel like, "Ah, I should be working on my business. When they're working on their business, they feel guilt that Mm. they're not with the family. They're not feeling really present. There are things that are keeping them up at night. And that's like, we do all of that stuff. Everything increases, money increases. But that comes from realizing who they are and that they've been probably aiming too low for too long and playing too small. And that's actually what made things hard was because they were playing someone else's game. And when they really start to realize who they are and what they want. And if anything is possible, what do they want? In fact, one a question that I asked my clients yesterday, which was really fun, is like, what do you do that's really easy for you? That you almost think nobody would pay me for it. Like it's way too easy. So this is the kind of uh, work that we do. And then people have incredible results. And like that's fun. I was just talking to a client yesterday that made her best year. So her best years income she did in the first four months of this year and that is fun wow but you know what's more fun is who she's become Mm. it's and in fact she had somebody say to her how did you do it and he was like you know ready to take notes like what strategy what did you do and she was like well I let it be easy I followed intuition I sometimes I took a nap because that's what I teach so that's I don't I hope that answered your question but what I do is I remind you of who you are and that everything is possible and you're so freaking worthy of it and then some that sounds
0: incredible especially the nap part
1: yeah
0: (laughs) you know what's interesting is why i think this is going to be really timely for us is because i'm starting to it's not just me i think there's a a general understanding let me see if i can word this correctly a general belief and understanding and desire to simplify your life especially your business or your work so that things are less hustly right hustle used to be like the thing you do when you should be proud of it now When I'm working, sometimes in the evenings, which I have a rule that I don't work in the evening, but if there's an email I need to send or something that I've promised someone that I haven't done and I'm doing it at night, I'm like, no, no, no. This feels so wrong. This feels so wrong. Whereas three years ago, I was working every night. I was hustling hard, right? And so I think it's a beautiful thing that you're helping to facilitate that belief and understanding and trust in the fact that life doesn't have to be hustle. It needs to be simplified. Am I right?
1: Absolutely. And the simpler you can get it, Earl Nightingale had talked about this, that, you know, in our finances, in our relationships, in our work, we should aim to have it as simple as possible. The problem is, or sometimes the challenge in that, is that if it's simple or easy, we don't feel we've earned it, or there is something wrong, like it should Mm. come with some sort of heartache And if it is coming easy, we will tend to interrupt that and complicate it or almost sabotage it because it actually feels so foreign. We also don't want to talk about it. Like, how do I say to somebody that, yeah, I made my best year in the first four months and it was so easy, you know, like I can say it to someone. Yeah, I did it. I worked 18 hour days. I was exhausted. I barely saw anybody. I barely slept. That actually feels like something we Mm. could shout from the rooftops then. Yeah, I did it. I made like a quarter million in the first four months and it was easy. And I yeah. traveled. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I mean,
0: it's, it's fun. Yeah. That is incredible. Okay, so let's talk about, before I ask you about this, I just want to tell you, I'm not sure if you know this, but the name of of this series that I do is called "Minks Your Morning because I've never been a morning person until a few years ago when I really started reading books and understanding that waking up before the day catches you and gets ahead of you, especially when you have children, you wake up on defense. You're like your whole, everything's out of balance. You're like chasing your tail consistently throughout the day. And so I really started this mission to help myself to really take a hold of my mornings. And I read certain books and I got into it and I would share it and I would challenge people to maybe join me in a way that was suitable to them and their lifestyle. But long story short, COVID has changed that somewhat. But the belief, my belief in getting your morning started in the most ideal way that suits you is still there. And I still try to do it whenever I can and however I can. You are running a program, the little that I know about it, called the 6am Club or something. And you all get up and you're all together online at 6am every day. Can you please... Tell me about this.
1: Yeah, you know, how this came to be was last year, when the pandemic first hit in Ontario, we had to go into lockdown around March. And I remember thinking, how can I be of service to my clients? Mm. We're in this whole new world. We can feel like we have no control. This is, I mean, people are wearing masks, we're entering into a space that we haven't been at before. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, maybe I'll invite them into my morning routine and they can join me and see how I study. And so what that looks like is I write my goal and Mm. then I do some study, which is the material that I teach, and then I'll do a visualization. I thought maybe three people will come. I'll just put it in the group, 6 a.m. So 30 people came on at that first time. And I was like, wow. what are all of you people doing here? I guess we need it. And then they were like, and I thought this was just going to be a week. I thought a week and then, so you know. did
0: you? Sorry, did you do this on IG Live or did you invite people to a
1: private like Zoom? I invited them to a private Zoom, my private clients. Zoom. Okay, um, okay, and okay, I said, okay, video okay. is off. Because I may be spiritual, I may, you know, but video is off at six a.m.
0: Right? I'm
1: right. not that enlightened. Yeah. But I'm putting the video on at yeah. six a.m. So video is off. <laughs> so I think so that's audio. People just yes. audio, and I have some slides up just to have. But so I thought, oh, it'll just be a week, and Agnes is on it. Agnes is saying it's amazing, and I thought it would just be a week, and I could feel that it really gave people control of their mornings, like you said, so they're not chasing, especially in such an unknown time. It gave them control of their morning and to set intentions, say, how do I want to show up today that I remain in control regardless of external conditions that I can't control? Mm -hmm. And so then it turned into, well, okay, we'll do it for a couple more weeks. Now we're still doing it and it becomes one of the things that people love the most. And now we have about 90 clients. On the call uh, every morning. And some people, oh, yeah, some people get up at 3 a.m.
0: I saw that because they're in another time zone.
1: Yeah. I am like, I don't know <laughs> that I'd get up for me at 3 a.m., but they do. They get so much wow. out of it. And it has really been a lifeline for people. And it's also what happens. Like now you're in the energy of mm. 90 other people who are mm. all coming together and it's it's hard to describe actually but the clients love it and i love it and it's really about controlling your mornings and disciplining so, your mind
0: outstanding so this is something that was born out of covid you weren't doing this before that's right wow so your yes. business has probably done a massive change in the yeah. past year
1: and and you know it came from this one question and this is such a great question that anybody can ask in their own business How can I increase my service? Mm. How can I Mm. increase my service? That was the question I asked. Then the thought came, well, invite them to the 6 a.m. calls. You're doing it anyway. So it was also easy. It wasn't like it took, it was just, okay, here's a link. Whoever wants to show up, show up. So how can I increase my service is a question that I ask myself often. And that has been a question that's always helped to build my business and help me offer more value to my clients. That's
0: beautiful. So the way you use the word service and then at the end you said value, it's like, that's what I speak about when I'm or think about is like, how can I offer more value to my clients and over deliver? Because it's not just like people don't buy Coaching sessions or a package of mornings. They're investing in the process, the transformation, the feeling, the value that you bring to them, the service, like you say. That's a beautiful thing. Wow. I can actually not even imagine at 6 a.m. the power of 90 people. The only way I can imagine it is to think about being in these personal growth or coaching conferences where you go in either in person or virtually and you're online or surrounded by. A lot of like-minded people looking to better themselves, which is one of my favorite places to be.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: So let's talk about, I can see in different places, like in your bio and on Instagram, you say peak performance coach or success coach, Mm -hmm. helping to achieve results, these sort of buzzwords, which Mm -hmm. I very much resonate with and relate to and try to do the same in some way with my coaching. Let's talk about how do you think that you ultimately help people to achieve those results? Does that go back to what you were saying in the beginning, helping them understand their
1: true power? Yes. So that's exactly it. And we see this, one of the exercises I have people do is write out 50 things that they want that money can buy.
0: That money can buy.
1: Yeah. Like I really want, like, what do you really want? And it's interesting because at the beginning, people may get the first 10, five, right. but then they start to feel guilty or they start to, well, I shouldn't really want that because we, we've been programmed that wanting is not a good thing, mm. that we should be happy with what we have. Don't be greedy. So what we first do is even just live in the question of what do you want? Yes. Oh, I love that. Like what do you really want? And from the place of if anything is possible, what do you want? And that starts to, so we start to loosen things that way. And then one of the biggest benefits I think that people get working with me is understanding receiving. So people can ask for what they want. Let's say they identify that, but they have a, they have trouble receiving it. And I'll never forget what one of my clients said, because what we did was we did this exercise where I said, I just want you to go out and receive because receive is part of the circulation. So where a lot of people are blocked is they can't receive. They're so friggin' uncomfortable with receiving a compliment, with receiving, you know, a thank you, with, with receiving something for free if they want, like they just, they, they're, they're not comfortable in allowing and receiving. And that's where they block the process of the good mm. coming to them. So we talked about receiving, and it was so eye-opening. And one of my clients said, she said, it just dawned on me, if I can't receive a free cup of coffee, how do I expect to receive my big goal? Oh, yes. So I think one of the main things we do is we understand these concepts, but we understand them as working with the energy. So money, for example, money is energy. We think money comes from our employer or from our clients. It does not. It comes through those things. So what I ask my clients to do is think like, so let's say if you decide that you're a match that I'm available to, and I'm available to receive 5,000 a month consistently, 10,000, six figures, whatever it is a month. That's what you want to line up with. Some of it may come through your clients. Some may come through something else, you know, that you weren't expecting. Mm-hmm. Some make, like we open the doors then and we're not like, it must come through this way. Okay, I want to make 10,000 this month. Okay, so what can I do? What program can I get out there? Because then we're thinking very, in a very limited way. So this is what we understand. And then we make it easy by working with the laws, the universal laws. And these are just universal laws, like cause and effect. So, cause and effect is like action reaction. It's like, so cause is what we do, and the effect will take care of itself. The cause is how you think, and that's where I focus on. And so, I tell my clients think of a big MF goal that you want to friggin' do, and then don't worry about how you're going to do it. Yes. The only how that's your business is how do you feel? Because that is indicating to you how close it is coming. So the manifesting is simply an idea moving into physical form. That's all it is. No biggie, super easy. Okay. But you have to stay with the idea when you're not seeing it in the physical form. And that's when most people start bailing. They're Mm. like, I'm not seeing it. And that's when you're controlled by external circumstances.
0: Wow, I have so many questions because I'm so with you. I am so with you. When you say external circumstances, I'm thinking like someone starts in the morning with you, let's say for example, or they have their own practice or they work with someone, whatever it is. Yeah. And they're like in the zone. They're in their, their peak state, whatever you want to call it. They're thinking the right thoughts. They're practicing those right thoughts and feeling the right feelings. But then something happens in the rest of their day. Something makes them angry, something makes them frustrated, something makes them whatever, like it just flips the lid and then starts to creep in those little limiting beliefs or those feelings. So what do we do in that moment?
1: Yeah, so that's (laughs) what the work is. The work is, can we sustain that feeling longer Mm. and longer and those thoughts? But the first thing is, is that you have to realize you have to take a hundred percent responsibility for your life. And it friggin' sucks at times. Amen. There are times where I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't want to take responsibility for this. So when we say like something happens, so something did happen. Yes. Where you have control is how you respond to that something that happened. So that's the only thing that we can control. And that's the muscle. That you are building, and that's why we do this, and that's why it's repetition. The learning is not in your conscious mind, the learning is subconscious. Subconscious. Mm-hmm. So, what I say is sometimes, like, let's say somebody wants to really build their wealth, I will actually have them start with receiving in areas in their life where it's easier, uh-huh. as opposed to like, I want to get X amount of clients, like, that just feels really hard, mm-hmm. and there's pressure around it so it's like where in other areas are you able to allow and receive where you don't where it's inconsequential receive the sunshine receive the flowers receive Mm. that cup of coffee Mm. receive 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 where can you start to do that so then you're opening up to the energy of receiving and then it can happen in other areas of your life but beautiful it's taking 100% responsibility for your life and understanding that it's not to say, like, I don't say to people to be there and say, like, the pandemic doesn't exist or my bank account is not an overdraft because that would just make you, that would stress you <laughs> out and it's not true. But it's to say that, yes, my bank account is an overdraft and I can still feel really abundant. There's a pandemic, wow. yes, businesses are suffering and I can still have a good day. It's
0: really amazing how practicing those thoughts with repetition, like you say, can really be over time. Absolutely life-changing. I'm thinking of a few things in my mind to like connect with what you're saying. First of all, I'm reading a new book right now by Jack Canfield. I think it's called The Success Principles. And I'm pretty sure and it's like 75 principles and it's this massive book. And the first chapter, first page is like, take a hundred percent responsibility for every single thing that happens in your life. And you know, what's interesting is as I was reading it, I was like, oh, of course, like sure. But it's one thing to understand something and it's quite something to implement it and live it and be it right. Right. So I think 100%. that's also where it takes a little bit of work. It's all very well to say, oh, of course, of course, I'm going to take hundred percent responsibility. But in those hard moments, you have to remind yourself <laughs> it's because of you, you put yourself here or you, it's your responsibility to make this happen or not happen.
1: And you know, when you do that, like I see that, especially with clients that had a victim mindset, but they want to have this, they want to step into a bigger version of themselves. But you see, the victim mindset is not compatible with the bigger version of themselves. And so as you do this work, you're actually going to bring up what is no longer aligned with it. Mm. And it's a beautiful thing because it's showing you what you need to heal, what you need to let go and drop because it can't come with you on the journey. I love what one of my clients shared with me about eagles. She said that an eagle will have a crow on their back, like just an annoying crow on their back. But the eagle doesn't give it any attention. The the eagle ends up flying higher and higher so much so that the crow will fall off. It cannot stay at the bigger version at the higher place. Mm. So there's going to be things that you see as your identity. And this is what's challenging is because you can measure what you will lose, but you can't measure what you will gain. So that's the tough part. That is huge. Now,
0: I mean, I obviously had a list of questions, but I'm going a little off script here. Oh yeah, on this topic, let's just do it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. On this topic, can we talk about decision making for a second? And yeah. why I think this is so pertinent is because I personally, right now, I'm just going to share it. Being transparent, I am considering investing in something for myself and my business. And on the one hand, I'm, I know all the all the right things. I've got all the all the good parts. I'm, I can tell myself this. I can show myself the proof and Like the belief is there, but there's still this little, tiny little voice that sometimes comes in and throws uncertainty, questioning in the mix. And so what do you suggest to someone who is dealing with making decisions? Because I find a lot of my clients are either indecisive or just don't have the confidence to make decisions for themselves, especially in an uncertain time like now. So whether it's money or business or family or whatever it is, moving, changing schools for their kids and so on. Do you have any tips or words of advice for, I guess what I'm asking is, is how to
1: be confident in your decision-making? Have you made the decision to do whatever it is this thing is to do? I have a while ago, but I'm still like, there's still a little... like. Because have have dis- Is there a payment? Is there something you yes. have to do as the next yes, step? Yes,
0: of course.
1: Okay. Beautiful. So you starve fear by making decisions quickly. So it is not the making the decision that is agonizing for people. It's the not making the decision that's agonizing. Oh, that's power. So sitting in the question. It's sitting in the indecision. You're making yourself sick and you're trying to find proof of why you can't do it because it scares you. So the longer it takes, like when people want to work with me, I encourage them. I'm saying, I say, look, if it's your intuition to do it and, and you're like thinking from your higher self, yep, this is what I should do. This is, this feels right for me. Then do it and do it as quickly as possible. Because the longer the time goes, the more that your insecurities and also for you to show up at this level, you're going to let go of another level. That level doesn't want to die. So it's saying you don't really need that. This is not right. the time to invest. <laughs> are you kidding? Like, look at how much money is going to come out. But you can't measure what you're going to gain. And so, um, mm. so I would just say to you right after this call, click the link and sign up for whatever it is you're going to do. Just do it. Just do it. To and dance. know that that's who you are so here's why we have trouble and now I'll answer your question but just do it I mean oh you've answered it thank you so the reason we have trouble making decisions is because we were never taught how to make decisions we were taught to take polls do pros and cons lists we weren't taught to trust ourselves so we don't have the confidence in our decision making we've also made some decisions in the past that have not worked and because they have not worked we're using them as an indicator for our future. Like I have people that are scared to sign up with me and they're like, I've done stuff like this in the past and it hasn't worked. And I'm Mm. like, okay, so now for the rest of your life, you don't invest in yourself because of that? Or what Mm. about, you know yourself better now because of what you've been through. Some people have that paradigm or that belief so strong that they will sign up for something and not let it work. Because they have a belief that they must suffer. So what if it just gets better and better? What if the more you invest, the more you invest? What if the more you invest, the more that people invest in you? Like you're going to jump to another frequency. And this is what happens with my clients. You jump to another frequency when you invest in yourself. The other thing is you attract clients that make decisions the same way. Like I always say, my clients make decisions quickly They trust their gut. They do it when they're scared and they pay in full. They pay up front and that they get. And I say that my clients love to pay me. They love paying for their coaching because I love paying for my coaching. They get transformation just in being in the energy of what I do. They're having transformation. So I already know. I already know that they're winning by signing up. Before you've even got. That's yes before you've even
0: gotten anything. on the
1: call I hear you no, I um, I signed up for a cl- I signed up with a coach it was 25,000 US and I remember when I would have to like get five credit cards to make that happen and he he did wire transfer so I did wire transfer 25,000 US it was about 30,000 Canadian he only sees you in person he's in the US I don't even know when I'm gonna see him but I tell you. <laughs> My, my next level was when I wired him the money. The coaching that we do will be cherry on top. I already feel like I won. The other thing is, is that I say about my clients is they don't second guess themselves. They do the work and they don't ask for refunds because I don't. Of I course. don't do that, right? So, so how we show up to our own decision making, like you are your best client right now you're your best client so when we allow things to be easy when I tell my clients you know what today I'm just gonna do this call from the bedroom (laughs) and I'm in my bathrobe I may or may not be wearing a bra I don't know this is what we're doing today because I feel like it I'm my best client allowing it to be easy and that also then gives others the permission so Amen. I hope that helps with decision making. We just haven't been taught the other the other misconception we have is that we must have all of these things before we can make the decision, but we don't get those things until we make the decision. Yes. So, it's like the the result that you want from making the decision to and for your next investment. Sometimes we want that result first so that we can make that investment. Right. But it happens the other way around. Everything you need will show up for you when Mm. you make the investment. It just does. Mm. If you Mm. allow it to, if you allow it to work for you. Right. Yeah. Oh, that
0: is so amazing to hear. I see one of my clients is actually on here and I use her as an example. You know, when you speak about how you kind of want your clients to show up as you would show up to sign up for your coaching as you would sign up for your coaching. So I have one client that I based one of my episodes of Minks Your Morning last week on. I hope she's still here. Her name is Frances. And when Frances came to me for the first round of coaching, she was like, we got on the call, we had our discovery and she was like, done. I was like, do you want to pay in payments? She's like, no, no, I'm going to pay you up front. I'm in 12 sessions. Let's do it. Great. Beautiful. Then she emails me, I think about a month ago and she's like, I need to come back. I'm ready. Send me the, it wasn't even a discussion. It wasn't a thought. And that inspired me. I was like, yes, she's so certain in her instinct and her trust in me, I guess, and her own process, which is amazing. And she's just like, yeah, I'm doing it in. And I just felt like so impressed with that certainty and freedom. And I'm continuously, I think I'm like that in some areas of my life, but there's some areas that need work like all of us. And it's just
1: so inspiring. Well, first of all, amazing, Francis. So beautiful. Way to honor yourself. Way to honor your commitment to yourself. And then it can be easier in some areas of our life because we don't have resistance to it. It doesn't feel as big. And in other areas, it can feel bigger. So the fact that it feels a bit scarier does not mean it's wrong. It's just Mm. because it actually means it's right in a way, because you wouldn't have all of these uncertainties if you were not rattling something. It wouldn't need to come up if you weren't getting going to your next level. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Wow. This is why this was so timely. Clearly, There you go. Yes. <laughs> I love it. So Hina, tell me, how else can people work with you if they are interested? How do they find you? Do you only have the 6am club? Do you have anything else that you're offering? Tell us about the stuff.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much. So we do lots of stuff, um, including the 6am calls and weekly coaching calls as well. And all of that's on my website, hinacon.ca. But Instagram, a great place, and then we have a Facebook group called Hina Success Circle, and that's where we drop in also what is coming up. We do free. There's lots of free stuff as well that I do. There is a podcast called Possibilities with Henna mm-hmm. Khan. Episode three on responsibility is where I share a very personal story where I had to take a hundred percent responsibility in my marriage. So that might be interesting for people that want to work on responsibility. And then we do free masterclasses every month. The next one is going to be on May 17th and you can get the information. We'll post that soon. And that one, I think what we're really going to do is looking at what would it be like if you would choose to make your annual income just in the last six months of the year, Mm. this year. If that's a desire that you have, we're going to do five days on that. So those are the, those are probably the main places that you can find me and lots of free content as well. The other thing that I have that may be of interest for anybody on Clubhouse every Friday at 10 a.m. And again, free resources, we do something called the Wealthy Woman because I really want to normalize success and I want to normalize money yes. for, for us like that. Yes. Is- it's just a tool. It's just energy and not make it bad and not make your desires and what you want, not have any judgment on it. So we have beautiful conversations that have to do with money from a spiritual to the physical, like to what's in your bank account, to what you desire, to being in harmony with seven figures, to what it, what is it like to hit seven figures, all of that. So that's another thing that you guys so are welcome to come to. that's
0: Clubhouse on Fridays Clubhouse. at
1: 10.30? 10 a.m. It's ten a.m. Yeah. I've made a note of that. I'm going to be
0: joining you for Yay. that conversation. That's Yay. amazing, Yay. right? Beautiful, Hina. I know we've got way over time, and oh, did we? Um, okay. it was just it was just such a pleasure. Yeah. Like you are what people say you are, which is just <laughs> amazing and fabulous and so so comforting and inspiring to be in your space. So thank you so much.
1: Thank you. And Nilu here, the attendance calls are at four a.m. for her, and she gets up. Oh my gosh! I know that is amazing. I know the next time <sighs> we do an open house, I don't know, probably maybe in June. I'm not sure. You'll have to come on it. Oh my gosh! I just would love have an to experience for yourself when we we open it up every couple of months or so to the public for a week. You've got to come on to the next. I, <laughs> I, I one. will do
0: it. I would absolutely. Yeah, love I would that. be honored
1: and to have you on.
0: I think this is just the beginning of our of our frequency together. So thank you so much.
1: Thank you. We'll see you
0: you soon, Hina. Thank you. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Minx Your Morning. If you enjoyed it and found it valuable, I would love it if you could take a moment to write a short review. Rate this episode and also subscribe to the Minx Your Morning podcast. That way, other passionate and driven people just like you will be able to find it. And if you're interested in kickstarting your dream life, book a complimentary trial coaching call with me over at www.liathorovitz.com. And come and hang out with me over on Instagram. My handle is at liathorovitz. Have a minxful day and see you next time.